Hi there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Che. And I'm Ben Pelletier. In today's show, the glasswork and more of artist San San Singh. A new exhibition to celebrate the upcoming 90th birthday of veteran local artist Gaylord Chan. And the work of two other elders of the local art scene, Louis Chan and Chu Hinghua. And a Danish-Norwegian duo, Elm Green and Dragset, create at the Galerie Perrotin a series of artworks that become both an exhibition and a film set. First, though, at the White Cube Gallery, British sculptor Anthony Gormley, in his first exhibition here, has created a series of works designed specifically to reflect on the way we live in Hong Kong. The whole journey of being in the world is, is like being in a workshop where you have to use materiality as a tool for developing and expanding your consciousness. At White Cube, Hong Kong, British sculptor Anthony Gormley is showing a series of sculptures reflecting the density of the city's lifestyle. States and Conditions, Hong Kong, is a series of sculptures in lines and cubes. I'm simply using the language of the built environment, the human habitat, to, to describe the body itself. So I've replaced anatomy, or bone, muscle and skin, with uh, stacking and propping and cantilever or the languages that define the way that buildings are put together. Gormley's own body is the basis of most of his works. He's described the body as the closest experience of matter that I will ever have and the only part of the material world that I live inside. So this, is, this, this was taken from me uh, crouching he treats the body not just as an object, but as a place to make works that identifies a condition common to all human beings. And I think we all know we, we are born to die. I think the question is how we are while we are here and uh, how we use our imaginations and, and uh, energies. Um, so I'm more interested. I'm I'm more interested in in uh, in a way the relationship between consciousness and space, um, and indeed thinking about how how the built environment is itself a, an expression, unconscious expression of our values and uh, our hopes and fears. I think. All of these works in here that we're standing by are derived from a lived moment. I mean, a, a registration of a lived moment of time derived from my body. So this was me standing quite stiff and upright, um, which was then scanned. Scanned. Uh, for the last year or so, I've been scanning rather than rather than making plaster moulds, which was the way that the earlier work was done. And then uh, using those scans as the basis for uh, a you know, reinterpretation of the body. And this work is an expansion, so this is inflating the volumes of the body 
so that they begin to merge one inside the other, but this is a singular box. This is a mass, so it's literally 750 kilos of massive uh, iron. And then the space frame, which is the same as Murmur downstairs, just this uh, very simple translation of the kind of expansion of a tanker piece, but into line. Raised in a Roman Catholic family, Gormley travelled to India and Sri Lanka for three years. While there, he studied Buddhism, which still resonates in his work. I couldn't have made this work without the experience of Vipassana meditation. Very important. I learned more from just sitting still and, and doing nothing but concentrating on, on being than I did from reading books or uh, learning how to uh, speak logically. Gormley's debut exhibition in Hong Kong was initially planned to include an outdoor display in his Event Horizon series, previously shown in New York and London. man-sized sculptures are placed on the ground and on top of buildings. The installation was aborted just a few days before the opening, after a young investment bank employee jumped from Chater House. Hong Kong Land, the major sponsor of the display, called off the project indefinitely. Event Horizon is about activating the awareness of the people on the ground, the, the citizens on the street. Yes, there's this kind of instant, uh, instant association with, with suicide jumpers, but that's not the point of the piece at all. The point of the piece is, is really just to, by this scale, by taking some body-sized object, um, from the street and putting it up there to enforce the feeling and the scale of the collective body of the city. And I think it is about a reinforcement of that collective body of the city. Having visited Hong Kong six times, Gormley would like local viewers to question what he calls architectural capitalism and the colonialization of space. Somebody's suggesting that there ought to be a 1% for art project. Well, there's no point in having a 1% of art for art project unless there's really good ideas about how, you know, how art should be integrated. What's the point of 1% of art, you know, for art if nobody knows what, what makes good art or what is good art? And I would suggest that rather than, rather than buying objects or you know, expensive sculptures, that actually space, you offer space in these high-rises uh, to artists or to their uh, galleries or offer them as studios so that there is an integration of creative life in and amongst this otherwise corporate and rather oppressive and rather... Uh, 
generic development. It's time to celebrate three of Hong Kong's most venerated artists at the Hanart TZ Gallery. Those three veterans of the Hong Kong art scene are Gaylord Chan, Louis Chan, and Xu Hingwa. And the exhibition runs until Thursday, the 8th of May. Yeah,好耐,好耐,冇畫呢個啊,Kulik,我話畫翻啊,Kulik,非常非常之舒服。咁但係因為點解佢咁大幅,我又仍然畫到呢,就好在我太太,佢都係畫啊,Kulik,
different people, also different uh, cultures in a way. We wanted the viewers to come in and act almost like private detectives. What happened? Did the maid there, did she do something to the child that is missing in the baby bed? Did she write the poems that are like in the fireplace or like a secret letter? There are like a lot of clues where you as the art goer can play the role of being private detective and, and come up with your own solutions. Elm Green and Dragset exhibitions often not only look like, but also double as film sets. In Tomorrow, they created a mise-en-scene in tapestry rooms that had been unused for a few years at the Victoria and Albert Museum. In Hong Kong, the artist's exhibition is also the setting for a short black and white film. They work with local photographer Wing Xia, acting as the film director, and actors Charlie Young, Tina Lau and Carl Ng to recount the life of an exhibition. We wanted to take uh, advantage of uh, the high standard of filmmaking in, in Hong Kong that we know about and we were so lucky to meet very good people here who could be part of the project. It's a film that is about the art goers' behavioral patterns when they are in a gallery space, all the small human activities that you don't think about. The artist duo met 20 years ago and became a couple. Although they now live in separate cities, they still work together closely to create art. Oh God, it wasn't very artistic. I'm afraid they met in a club called After Dark. <laughs> and none of us comes actually from uh, an uh, art academic background. None of us uh, went to art school. Well, we were a couple in the first yeah. 10 years of our collaboration, and the last 10 years we, we, we have not been a couple. Um, and maybe then we have brought different impulses into our collaboration, I think. The first 10 years it was more about really, really finding each other and being together and creating this like strange third persona that exists in between us. And I think... Uh, that's consolidated itself. Their work is often subversive, witty and surreal. On one occasion, they created a fake Prada shop in the middle of a desert in Texas. On another, they gave Denmark's Little Mermaid a gender-bending makeover. Maybe it didn't feel completely fitting in to like a very sort of sanitized, clean, very normal, social democratic environment, suburban environment in Norway and Denmark respectively. To get to know the true character of different phenomena, it's like important to, to sometimes displace them, put them into new contexts, to re-evaluate them. We like to sort of look at how masculinity is changing as society is, is changing. That was part of the investigation in doing this particular sculpture, which is the male version of the famous national symbol in Denmark, the little mermaid. And it's been interesting to see the perception of, of him amongst people.
some Hong Kong people will know San San Sing's work through her large glass installation, Dancing Ribbons, at the entrance of Hong Kong Station at the International Finance Center. She's well known for her large glass public artworks, but Contemporary by Angela Lee is currently presenting a solo exhibition by Sing that showcases a wider range of work, paintings, glass sculptures, and installations. The exhibition finishes a week from today. I love to do public art project. I've been doing public art for 25 years and uh, I installed about over 30 big projects around the world. So I think the public art is more interesting to engage with the audience, with the surrounding and also is more uplifting for people to see and uh, is more accessible. Having studied art in the United States, Chinese-born artist San San Sing has taken a long journey from learning classical Chinese calligraphy to absorbing Western theories of abstract expressionism. She uses juxtapositions of tradition and modernity, East and West, to create a style with both historical and contemporary elements. In 2000, she became the first Chinese artist to be invited to work with glass masters in the island of Murano in Venice, where aventurine glass and many other secret glassmaking techniques were invented. Venetian glass has 1,000 years history. They are the first one invented at blown glass in the island of Murano. Up to today, they're still using the same technique with the modern gas before they use the coal. And uh, the specialized uh, uh, Venetian glass is they are very colorful, they are very uh, bright because they don't have lead. It's the only glass, they don't have lead. So, so the color come out very uh, Right, and uh, so the crystal is very pure. In 2009, Santan Zing presented one of her best known public art projects, Open Wall, at the 53rd Venice Biennale. A year later, the Open Wall project was exhibited at the Theme Pavilion, Open Footprint, during the Shanghai World Expo. In this exhibition, I bought a few bricks from the Open Wall project. The wall consists 2,208 bricks, represented the year of construction of Chinese Great Wall. So the open wall is message about China is going through the transparency, going through the open to the wall. I really fascinated to making glass sculpture because my painting is very colorful. So when I like to transform my painting to be a three-dimensional sculpture, glass is the only media that can reflect the color. 
The glass is very unique. They are, were shining under the sun and, and light when coming through. And night is also can be really growing. It's great material. I really love to work with glass. My work has shown in different uh, places of the world, and this time I'm very happy to show in Hong Kong. I feel like when I come to Hong Kong, I feel more like home, like a return to home.